Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Golden One Podcast. Um, today, I thought we'd go ahead and kick off the first episode of the Golden One Podcast. Um, just talking about anything, pretty much. I'm going to go ahead and start with my first topic. I wanted to talk about um, Resident Evil 3 coming in... Um, coming uh, releasing in April. So... Um, and then I'm going to get into some wrestling topics. So, uh, while, while I look for my, my, my cheat sheet here, um, here we go. <clears throat> um, here we go. I need to get this off my screen here. Freaking notifications everywhere on my screen. Anyway, here we go. Alright. So, alright. So, um, now I see why there are two-man podcasts, so you're not reading off of cheat sheets on screens. I mean, that's what most most of them do, but, eh. I'm just telling what I'm, I'm gonna give what I see. Anyway. Uh, for the remake, okay. This is a full remake and reimagine re-imaging of Capcom's Resident Evil 3. Nemesis, which released back in 1999. That was a year before I was born. So, Resident Evil 3 is about a year older than me. So, <laughs> well, no, because I was, I, I was born December 30th of 2000, so that was like near the end of the year, so, eh, it don't matter. Uh, this game follows Jill Valentine, one of the protagonists of the original Resident Evil, as she attempts to escape Raccoon City, which is completely overran, overrun even, sorry, <clears throat> with zombies. Along the way, an advanced creature known as the Nemesis, which by the way, screw Mr. X, Nemesis is the big badass boss guy. That's, I've said my piece about the, about Nemesis. Um, uh, Nemesis begins stalking her throughout the city. Much like Resident Evil 2, uh, Capcom is treating this remake as an entirely new entry. It's not a remaster, while it will be faithful to the story and characters. Things may happen in different ways, encountering enemies or puzzles may play out differently. Which I like, because I don't want it to be like Resident Evil 2. I mean, the gameplay, obviously, will be like Resident Evil 2, but everything will be different. Which makes this even better. So. Um, okay, so let's see here. <clears throat> Again, like Resident Evil 2, the remake of Resident Evil 3 is a third-person survival horror game. Uh, players will have to manage scarce ammo. I hope I'm saying that right. Probably not. <laughs> Knowing me. Uh, have to manage ammo. I'm just going to say that. Uh, and healing items as they struggle to survive. We've also got a short interview from some of the developers that show a bit of the gameplay, including a new dodge move that Joe can use. Okay, sweet, so that's right here, the video underneath that little bit of information. I'll probably watch that later in my own time. <clears throat> Players who went through Resident Evil to understand how dangerous and terrifying Mr. X, the tyrant, was. Uh, Nemesis is a fellow bio-organic weapon, or B-O-W. He is even worse, which 
like I said before, I totally agree. Mr. Mr. X here, if you and Nemesis ever got into a fight, I think we all know who's going to win. Who's going to win? Honestly. <clears throat> He's smarter, wields weapons, and can pop out at any time. So pretty much he is like Mr. X, but I think, um, and this is just my opinion, I feel like Nemesis will make his, he'll make his presence known. I mean, like with Mr. X, you could hear his footsteps, especially when you're in the, um, the saving room. Um, you can hear his, like, big ass, uh, size 12, 13 boots that sound like... They have shackles on the back of them, like the cowboy boots. Have they have shingles on them? Or I don't know. Um, his mission is. Oh, he's even worse. Oh, okay, I read all that. His mission is to completely eliminate the stars by any means necessary. And now I've come across some like <clears throat> some of the cover art, which in my it, it looks really really good. I've got, this is probably going to be the main cover. It's got Nemesis at the top. Well, these two, these first two images have Nemesis at the top. And it's got Biohazard RE3. And then this one's same image, but it's Resident Evil 3. And this one's got Nemesis on the front. And it's got Biohazard RE3 Z version. Which I think is going to look, look really, really good. <clears throat> Let's see. Ooh, there's a multiplayer mode? Let me see. Oh, no, that's for another bit. Uh, many players are confused because the the reveal trailer for the game has a lengthy segment... Se oh, has, a, has a, leg a lengthy segment that takes place in a first-person perspective, however. Ooh, that'd be sweet. If you can... If you can... Um... If you can change the perspective uh, from first to uh, third person, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake is going to be following a third person game just like Resident Evil 2. Okay. So something, yeah, I think something tells me is that you're going to be able to uh, change modes. Mercenary mode. Let's take a look at this because some people said it wasn't going to be in there. I have no idea what mercenary mode is, but I hear it's like a little mini game. Capcom has confirmed that Resident Evil 3 Remake will not include the Mercenaries mode. Okay. That the original game had. Alright. I'll have to look into what uh, Mercenary mode is. I've never heard of it. Um, probably, like it says, it's its own little mini game, probably. Resident Evil 3 Remake said to be available April 3rd of 2020. You can pre-order it at the Best Buy now. I've already pre-ordered it on my PlayStation. I'm excited April 3rd is going to be lit. And the next day, shoot. Friday Night Smackdown for WWE. It is in Columbus. So this week, that week is going to be lit. I'm just being honest with you. Um, okay, and it just tells you everything you can get with it. I think that's it for that bit of information. I'm going to see if I can find anything new. But, um... Yeah, I'm excited for Resident Evil 3. Because you got Jill Valentine, dude. Um, she's a badass herself, so. Um, 
not that bit. Excuse me. I'm gonna... Give me a second. There we go. Oh, I put views. I meant reviews. <laughs> I should have probably done this before I did, before I started recording, but eh. It's alright. Here we go. Alright, is this going to be the same page? Oh, no, it won't. Okay, here we go. Alright, let's see what we got here. Capcom has been on a magnificent streak recently, releasing reveals and new entries in its beloved franchises to both critical and commercial acclaim. The Japanese giant has felt unstoppable... Oh, that's, oh, that's something different. That's something, something totally different. Oh, here we go. Um, was What is the Resident Evil 3 remake? Okay, so that's pretty much just saying, what is this and all that. Um, and that text is really small. Ooh, IGN. Let's see what IGN's got to say about it. I haven't seen this. <clears throat> here we go. Capcom announced its remake of Resident Evil 3 for the PS4, Xbox One, and stream with a reveal trailer during Sony's State of Play today. It will be available on April 3rd, 2020. Okay. As with this year's remake, so this was posted in 2019, as as with this year's remake of Resident Evil 2, the third game in the series has been reimaged with an over-the-shoulder perspective allowing you to scan all the details and the environment brought to life with the RE engine. That's going to be cool. Uh, you play as Joe Valentine, who arrives in Raccoon City for days, uh, a few days before Leon and Claire do in Resident Evil 2. Okay, that's pretty sweet. She faces an even greater threat that, that the previous game's tyrant Though, as the more intelligent bioweapon, known as the Nemesis, tries to hunt her down as she tackles a zombie outbreak plaguing the city. I'm excited to see what the Nemesis looks like. I'll have to watch the trailer again so I know what we're up against. I'll have to see if there's any, there's been any new um, teaser trailers. <clears throat> Jill also has to deal with the Umbrella... Oh, has to deal with the Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasure Service, or the UBCS, which is a private military force that started the outbreak. Fortunately, one of them, called Carlos Oliveira, 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 I don't know how to say his last name, I'm not, I've said this to many people, I hate butchering names, because then I feel bad afterwards, it's, I don't know, called Carlos is looking to help out survivors, and so he teams up with Jill. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what else we got here? <clears throat> While the Resident Evil 3 remake isn't a surprise, that the fact that it's actually the campaign portion of the previous announced 4v1 multiplayer takes the series Project Resistance wasn't expected. Okay, so this is what I was talking about, uh, multiplayer mode. Um, apparently... Um, it's, as it said, it was a, it's a 4v1 multiplayer, and I think it's called Project Resistance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that, because that's a, that's a link I can push. 
Oh no, that's a bunch of videos. Nope, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Uh, Project of Resistance has four survivors trying to outlast the tricks and traps of of a fifth player. Okay, so there's it's. Oh well, uh, it's four v one. Okay. Um, the mastermind who wins by killing the survivors off. Are you? Do you play as the nemesis, or are you just setting traps and trying to kill the other players? That's what it's not telling me here. If you're nemesis, or if it's just the fifth player. Um, for more details, check out our part. Okay, here we go. Oh no, this is just a video. Okay, I'll look at that in my own time. But um. <clears throat> Pre-order Resident Evil 3 today. Okay. Uh, we, nope, okay. So that's it for that bit of information. I'm gonna see if I can find one more bit of information about it, and then I'll move on. And, um... Let's see here. <clears throat> Gets first trailer and release update. Okay, here we go. Take a look at this. Um, yeah, when I saw they were making a Resident Evil 3, I'm just like, holy crap, I'm excited to play. Because as with Resident Evil 2, I didn't play the original game. And same with Resident Evil 3, I didn't play the original Resident Evil 3. So, Resident Evil 2 was good. I can't wait to play Resident Evil 3. So, sorry, that was my phone going off. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Another, oh my god. I'm looking at some screenshots like, right now. It looks crazy. Some of the stuff you gotta kill looks insane. Another BOW has also detailed briefly the Hunters. These reptile-like creatures first appear in the original Resident Evil. Capcom Unity notes that while they leapt through the air in the original... Those released in Raccoon City are less prone to leaping, preferring reptilian movements that make them much harder to pin down. Holy mackerel. If I could show you guys these images, I most definitely would. Holy mackerel. These look crazy. Uh, with the intelligence, it uses weapons. Okay, let's talk about the nemesis. Several human characters were also detailed. The members of the Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasures, the UBCS. First, Carlos will be playable at various points throughout the story, providing more background. Ah, shoot, my foot fell asleep. On Carlos himself, providing a new perspective on events on and why the UBCS will deploy, were deployed to Reckon City. Despite his... I can't speak. Uh, despite his attitude, he is highly driven to save those in need, and will offer dive head. Will often dive head first into danger, supported by his skills in warfare and weapons proficiency. You can find details on the remaining members of UCS by, along with the few civilians of Reckon City below. Okay, here we go. Nikolaya, uh, do you know, oh shoot, I'll have to get my brother, I'll have to, I'll have to save this page and see if my brother knows, because he's watched Resident Evil, 
He's seen all the movies. He's he has all the movies. He got them for Christmas. I think it was last year. Uh, 20, 2018, he got him for Christmas. Holy mac, he he seen them all. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Nikolai, I don't know how to say his last name. Two remaining members of the UBCS platoon sent into Reckon City with a background in. Uh, I don't know how to say that. There's a lot of stuff I'm not gonna be able to read because I'm just that stupid. Mikhail Victor. Tyrell Patrick. I'm just going to read the names. Murphy Seeker. Brad Vixer. Brad Vickers. Sorry. Um, Rosso. Oh, and that's all that. Okay. Excuse me. Um, anything else? Oh, I forgot. Resident Evil got its own wiki. Oh, no. That's just about the original game. Okay. Um... Well, that's that's the bit about Resident Evil 3. I want to see if I can find one more thing before I move on. That's it for that. Um. <clears throat> okay, so that's pretty much it. Alright. So, now I'm going to talk about some wrestling. Because... Why not? Because I'm not gonna just talk about one subject and um and stop there, so but um I'm gonna talk about um my first wrestling event and uh well the first wrestling show I watched and the first wrestling show that I went to. So pretty much I didn't watch wrestling growing up. Um and I I remember in like elementary school through middle school everybody was talking to like John Cena, um Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like, who's John Cena? And I would see him on backpacks and on, like, folders and everything. And I would have no idea who they're talking about. Until I was, like... Until Joe, my next-door neighbor, who has a podcast of his own. Um, if you guys want to look up a Two Sick Guys podcast, that's a T-O-O Sick Guys podcast with Joe and Parker. Parker's got his own, too. It's uh, Wrestling Cigars and Whatever. Um, look at look them up on Spotify. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but yeah, it was like 2014. I started watching wrestling. My first show I either watched was no, it was 2015. Uh, it was it was either uh, Battleground or SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam when John Cena and Brock Lesnar were fighting for the WWE World Heavyweight Title. Um, all I remember is that Brock Lesnar was like suplexing him all over the place um um and i think john got one hit on him he covered him for a two count and then brock kicked out like he hit him with like an aa or something um it was either that or like a five knuckle shuffle from the top of the from the top turnbuckle oh like i said that was that was a long time ago. I haven't watched that SummerSlam for a while, so I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, <clears throat> some wrestling fan I am, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, Brock, Brock. Um, I'm not. A, I mean, I like Brock, but um, I'm not a fan of what they're having him do. What WWE's having him do right now. I mean, he's the current WWE champion right now. So, 
And um, he's fighting Drew McIntyre. For those who watched the Royal Rumble, um, Drew won the men's Royal Rumble. And uh, Drew McIntyre is going to kick Brock Lesnar's ass. Um, mark my words. Um, well, that's if Ricochet doesn't beat him at um, Greatest Show, Greatest um, the Super Showdown. Because let's be let's be honest. Because there was a triple threat match uh, on Raw uh, two days ago. Um, that uh, it was Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and um, Ricochet. Ricochet pinned Bobby for the one two three after he hit the. Um, Ah, shit, I forgot his, like, his, like, diving double senton, or his spinning senton. I forgot, I forget what it's called. But, um, he pinned Bobby for the 1-2-3. Now he's getting to fight Brock at Super Showdown for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Let's be honest here, Ricochet's not going to win. The only way he'll win is that if he punches him in the balls again, and, like, he gets him down. He hits the recoil. Hits his old double senton, one, two, three. Holy crap, that'll be a miracle for him. That, I mean, that, I, I highly doubt that's what will happen, but that's the only way he'll probably win. I mean, no, he won't do it because he already got his old payback for him getting kicked in the balls. Because that's what Brock did when he challenged him for the title. This was before the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, he called out Brock. He came out, kicked him in the nuts, and then he walked off. No, then he hit him with an F5. I think. I don't remember. This was a couple weeks ago, so. Oh, no, yeah, he did him. He hit him with an F5. I don't know. I am I keep saying I forget, and then I do remember. I'm going to do that a lot. I don't know why I do it. <clears throat> but, um, where was I? Oh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. So, but, yeah. Uh, that was the first wrestling show I watched was uh, SummerSlam. Um, I watched the whole show. We, we watched the whole show. So... Um, and then, the first wrestling show that I went to that came here to Columbus was, uh, Money in the Bank, which I, in my opinion, was a, it was a good show, because, um, we got to feel the atmosphere of the crowd and everything, and in my opinion, I thought it was a good show, because, um, we had the Money in the Bank match, um... It, Sheamus, and I'll have to, actually, I'm going to look up the, um, what is it, money in the bank, it was a 2015 review, here we go, um, I'm going to look up the wiki, there we go. Was that? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, I was in Columbus. Okay, sweet. I remember now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. As of, now, if I... Jonathan David Good. Oh, I forgot. He's John Moxley. He's not Dean Ambrose anymore. He's John Moxley. Okay, so... Okay, so first, first match on the card for Money in the Bank was... Uh, for our show here in Ohio, it was, uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Money in the, let me see. Uh, 
Money in the Bank was a professional wrestling pay-per-view event on the WWE Network produced by WWE. It took place on January 14th or June 14, 2015 at Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. It was the sixth it was the sixth event in the Money in the Bank history. It was also the first WWE pay-per-view event that has that was held in Columbus, Ohio since 20 2004's Bad Blood. Oh my god. That is nuts. I didn't even know that. Money in the Bank was available to for free subscribers. Wow. Last time, well, as of then, the the as of 2015, the last pay per view that came to Columbus was Bad Blood 2004. Holy, holy, ma- I I watched. Um, actually, if, I think it was I think it was 2K15. If you played um, the Shawn Michaels Triple H, um, you had like a Bad Blood. It was like a match with Triple H and Kane. I think it was like a first blood match. I don't remember, but um, it was like a it was Triple H versus somebody at Bad Blood. It was in Columbus, Ohio. I was like, holy crap, that's cool. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. And Dean Ambrose is a homeboy from Ohio. He was born in Cincy. Uh, <clears throat> uh, R Truth defeats King Barrett in a singles match. Okay, here we go. We had Sheamus, Dolph Ziggler, Kane, Kofi Kingston, Neville, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, Randy hit some sick RKO's. I will tell you that now, because we were it was like we were in the higher bowl. Uh, we saw Randy Orton like Neville was on the ladder. He like swung Neville's. Randy swung Neville's leg back and he caught him in an RKO. It was really, it was nasty. Probably the, that was the that was my first live RKO when he hit Neville with that one. That was nuts. Uh, but then um, Roman Roman Reigns went for the briefcase and that's when Bray Wyatt came back um, and screwed Roman and then he pushed him off the ladder and that's when they had their bout. And that's when Dean was able to come in and help him. It was like the brother, the brothers in Shield taking on the White family. That's that's another that's another bit for another time. But um, but yeah, Sheamus won this match, which I thought was that I was like, eh, I didn't like at the time. I didn't like Sheamus. I mean, I like Sheamus now, but at the time, I didn't really like Sheamus. I don't know why. But um, yeah, it was alright. Next on the card was Nikki. And Paige for the Divas title. Eh, I didn't really care about that match. Uh, Big Show and Ryback for the U.S. or for the Intercontinental title. Oh, Ryback did get disqualified. He disqualified himself. Excuse me. Yeah, because um, wait, the U.S. title wasn't on here. Uh, oh, because John was U.S. champion, and he didn't put the title on the line. Uh, it was Big Show and right back for number four. Number five was John Cena defeated Kevin Owens. And um, all I remember was after the match, Kevin Owens powerbombed him. Because like the next, it was like it was like the next night on Raw. He's like, he said the most disrespectful thing in my 15 year career. He's like, you belong in this ring. Then it's like, I know I belong in this ring because I've done this for 15 years. I was like, holy crap, John Cena got powerbombed. Uh, then it was the primetime players 
versus the New Day for the tag titles. They won. So the New Day won the tag titles. Or no, wait. No, primetime players beat New Day. Okay. But then the mother of all. This was my first championship match I've ever seen in my life. Well, my first live championship match was Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose or John Moxley for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It was in a ladder match. I thought it was a good match. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because um, uh, Seth, I think he perched Dean up in the corner. He put uh, ladders. He put a ladder on his legs and he stomped them out. And I was like, oh man, Dean's not going to be walking for a bit. But then he showed up next night on Raw perfectly fine. <laughs> it was ap- now, actually, I can give you some insight. After the match, like, that's where the pay per view cut. He's like, I got my ass handed to me. But nothing a cold beer can't hand nothing a cold beer can't fix. I was like, yeah, let's go. So, yeah. Dean Dean's funny, especially at like if you if you're at a show, Dean Dean's pretty funny, so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um but yeah, no, that was uh that that show was really good. That match was thirty five minutes and forty seconds. Wow, the well the money in the bank match was twenty minutes and fifty seconds. Cause I'm on the wiki page, like I said, and I'm looking at the times, the stipulations, and the results. Uh, and the cover art of it, it's Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose on the thing. So, but um, yeah. I've said my piece. Um, I think that's where I'm going to end it today. Um, if you guys enjoyed and you guys like what you're hearing, please leave a like, a follow, subscribe, leave five stars, whatever you do. Uh, make sure you share with your friends. And um, yeah, uh, it's been the Golden One Podcast with Thomas Titus, and I'm signing out. Have a great day, guys.